you? I'm Kim. And I'm Tara. Welcome to Unapologetically You. Today's guest is Emily. She's the author of The Energy and Art of Restorative Yoga, and she's the founder and yoga teacher at her own studio. Listen in as we talk with Emily about yoga, meditation, and the power of balance. Namaste tuned for Emily's perspective. Don't forget to like us on Instagram and Facebook at Unapologetically You Podcast. And please rate and subscribe on whatever platform you listen in on so that we can continue to inspire you. Welcome, Emily. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Tara. Why don't you go ahead and start off with sharing um, a little bit about your professional background with us? Yeah, so I actually, I'm a yoga teacher and a yoga studio owner, and I started this journey on a completely different path. So I was originally going into kind of a rehabilitation setting. I was studying kinesiology in university, and I really wanted to have meaningful work. I just wasn't sure how that was going to look. I had a very like strategic plan, and I wanted to do my master's and all of this education. And I got to a point when I was getting really stressed out, and I was skipping some of the things that I love, like yoga, like snowboarding. And I just started to think like, wow, is this really the route that I want to take. And when I started to reevaluate, and I did end up finishing my kinesiology degree, luckily, I almost skipped out at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I should just leave and go into the mountains. Uh, yeah. But I did finish it. And I did get into the mountains. And, uh, and I moved up here to Whistler in Canada. And, and I opened a yoga studio. And and that's been my life ever since. And it's really cool because I get to pursue my passions on and off of the mat and everything. Like when I made that decision to leave that route of study, then everything kind of started to fall into place, which was really, really amazing to see. Cool. So the spiritual component about who you are has really drastically changed your life, right? Yeah. So I guess what aspect about spirituality has helped you the most? Or where did you even begin with your spirituality? I really began from like a young age, like certain things that I, certain ways that I saw the world and certain things that I came to understand and certain things that came into my life. Uh, yoga came to me at a really young age too. Like I remember like I picked up my first yoga DVD and started doing it probably like 12 years old and then walked into my first yoga class at 14. So wow. that was, yeah, exactly. So like really it's been, yeah, a long time, which is like, which is really cool to see how like yoga has evolved so much in that time too. And like, you know, almost like 18, 20 years. And it's, it's really fascinating to see like what's happened since and the evolution of my practice as well. So uh, I feel like it started off as something very physical. I came from a very strong athletic background, which is what led me to do kinesiology in the first place. Like I used to be like an elite basketball player, volleyball player, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, lots of sports in high school. And when I started to take a step back and, you know, realize I don't always have to be like harming myself, like that it's not a, you know, no pain, no gain type of life. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that that created a lot of space for me. You have gone even like deeper into your yoga practices, your spirituality, right? Like that after, what was the next step for you, I guess then? I guess the next step for me was to realize that, you know, that, that yoga and that this spiritual practice could support my life in ways that I didn't even expect, 
you know, that for me, there was a big shift from that physical to, okay, there's, there's something more out there, like with meditation and with, you know, bringing these principles into your life, like the deeper principles of the yoga practice in terms of philosophy, like that was the big game changer for me. Farah and I recently have definitely taken like the deep dive into meditation and um, we've, we're finding the benefits of it, but what to you are the benefits of it for our listeners at home who might have, who may have never even gone into meditation or think about doing something like this? I feel like meditation makes you very aware of like what you actually have right now, because a lot of the time we are focused on what's happening like in the future, like what's not, what hasn't even happened yet. And we like make up stories in our head and, you know, and even about other people, like we don't even realize that, you know, our experience is our experience and like what's going on with this person. Like we actually have no idea and so to realize that those stories that your mind is making up is is literally just that. It's just stories. And like they're usually about something that already happened in the past. So there's something that hasn't happened yet in the future. And like the only thing we really have is what's here for us right now. Yeah. And like that's really powerful. No, I we completely agree. And I think for us, meditation has been a complete game changer, right? And I think most people that do it eventually say the exact same thing. But I think so many people still kind of look at meditation. I don't even know if this is the word for it, but they kind of look at it like hokey. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. this is still something like new age, right? Um, yeah. But like the the principles behind meditation, where it came from, came yeah. from centuries ago, you know? Like yeah. it's, it's not necessarily a new age thinking. It's just a practice that people haven't picked back or haven't like gone back in. I think nowadays when people hear that meditation has changed their world or changed their perspective and made them feel whole, maybe is the right word there. Yeah. It's, it's something that everybody should be kind of diving into. I think that a lot of people are, are scared of meditation or there's certain, there's certain things about meditation that a lot of people don't understand. You know, they think it's religious. They think you can only do it when you're sitting down and when you're, you know, in a certain mudra or like lock, seal, hand gesture, you know, you have to be eyes closed. Like all of these myths about meditation when like one of the most incredible things that you can ever really like understand about meditation is that, you know, it doesn't have to be, life doesn't have to be, okay, I'm meditating now and I'm not meditating now. That like, you can meditate while you're washing your dishes, if you are fully present. You can meditate while taking a walk in the woods, you know, and and that it doesn't have to look or be a certain way. And when we can bring that into our life consistently, then we can bring more joy into our life too, because we're really focused on what's happening for us, like right now, rather than thinking about other things. Right. And so often people fear what they don't know. And for a lot of people, when you've never done that before, you don't know what to expect. And you think that it has to be a certain way, like you were saying, and it doesn't. Yeah. And it is so beneficial. Yeah. Even like, uh, one of the things that I tell students too, is that, you know, you can be standing in line at like Starbucks or like your local coffee shop, and you can be fully present with what's happening in your body and what's happening in your breath. And like, you know, there's a there's a conscious choice there, you can either choose to be suffering to be like, oh, I really need to get to my next meeting, or I need to do this and just churning, churning, churning. 
or you can actually create a lot of, you know, you can actually create joy when you're in those moments of like potential struggle. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that's like all of our, our perspectives, you know, like it's just how you choose to live your day to day. Right. And I think for a lot of people too, they don't even know what they're missing. Right. You don't yeah. even realize how not present you are. We're on autopilot so often that mm. you don't recognize that like, hey, if you slowed down for like five minutes, you'd actually realize like, oh my gosh, I am a human. I'm not this robot that's just like running around all day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, and also too, like the thing is, is like if someone is running around all day, like the thought of, you know, the thought of slowing down, like actually scares a lot of people. Like what would happen if I slowed down and what would come up? You know, what thoughts, what emotions, like what is stored? Like, deep down in the underbelly you know, yeah. and what is going to come up when I do this like that is terrifying for a lot of people so I get why people are scared because and as I'm sure you both know like there are things that come up in meditation that are definitely uncomfortable definitely yeah when we were searching you out we found you on TikTok and we absolutely <laughs> love that people are using TikTok as like this fun little corner of like teaching other people right and it's totally you're giving people like this gift of like just changing their perspective a little bit and thinking like, yeah. oh, wait a minute, maybe I'll dive into this. Yeah. But in addition to using your platform on TikTok like that, you've also recently written a book, right? Yes. So I wrote The Energy and Art of Restorative Yoga. I originally wrote it because I was teaching restorative teacher trainings and I originally needed a resource that would fit what I was teaching because I found myself with books that were similar to what I wanted to teach, but they wouldn't quite hit the mark on everything that I wanted to offer. Often I found, found myself saying, oh, like this is how you would do one pose. I would do it differently and this is why. And so one of my students one day was like, Emily, you just need to write a book. And then everyone else in the class was nodding their head. So. I thought, okay, like this really needs to happen. But I knew that I wanted it to be something more than asana, like the physical practice. I knew that it wanted to have the depth that the teachings of yoga has to offer. So I talk a lot about the perspectives from an energetic standpoint. So like I talk about the chakras, I talk about mindset a lot, which relates to that energetic work. And, and then I give a lot of personal stories. Like I share things in that book, like vulnerability wise that I just never thought I would share with the world. And uh, it's, uh, it's cool to get it out there. And I feel like a lot of people will feel connected to those messages. I feel like a lot of people have had maybe not quite the same struggles, but like similar struggles. You know, we've all had challenges in our life and have had to overcome them. So I think that a lot of people will be, I'm hoping a lot of people will be inspired through those messages. Very cool. And so for all our listeners at home, we'll tag Emily and everything so you can easily get access to her book too. But you just said something that may, I just sparked my interest. So let's talk a little bit about chakras, Tara. I'm sure. Yes. Awesome. So what for like for us and probably for a lot of our listeners at home, we're totally like newbies when it comes to all of this. Right. And like yeah. Tara and I, you know, Maybe took an online quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. No, that's a great place to start. That's that's amazing. For for people that don't quite know what chakras are, like what's the overall theme of them or what are they? Yeah, so basically chakras are like energetic hotspots, like chakra meaning wheel in Sanskrit. And 
you know, if energy is flowing evenly through these chakras, you know, you're starting at the base of your spine, your root chakra, and then you're working your way up second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And then there are actually even more, like in terms of your aura that expands out as well, your aura being the electromagnetic field that surrounds you. But yeah. essentially, each of the chakras corresponds to a specific area of your body. And that area has to do with the physical space. So like your organs, the uh, areas that like it governs, and then it has to do with the energetic and like emotional, mental aspect as well. So there are certain thought patterns and certain things that will impact those chakras. So if you have, if you're coping with grief, if you're coping with an issue with self-esteem, that there is a there's often a physical manifestation attached to that. Like, you know how when you have, for instance, like a gut feeling, you know, that's yeah. very much like a third chakra, manipura, like, like I have this feeling in my gut. Or if there's something like that you hear on the news that makes you like sick to your stomach, like there's, there's, a, there's an energetic connection there that can often have a physical response as well. So fascinating. It is yeah. so fascinating. Yeah. Well, I, and that's the thing is like, I think overall, like for people who are kind of like skeptical about all of this, the reality is, is what it's saying is to live a balanced life, right? Totally. You as an individual need to balance it out. So whether or not like chakras are for you, or maybe <laughs> yoga's not even your thing, but like at the same time, us as human beings, we do need to live a balanced life and need to not focus so much on one aspect and then lack taking care of yourself, for instance, right? Like that's never gonna, you're never gonna live a full life that way. Definitely. Well, in the, and with the chakras as well, like when, you know, you might notice parallels with, you know, certain things that come up in terms of injuries or illness and what's happening in your life, you know, where do I need to make these adjustments to find balance? And those chakras are kind of like messengers to be like, hey, this is your warning sign. Please listen to me. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Tara and I are like unbelievably fascinated with all yes. of this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why why didn't I learn this in high school? Yeah. Like, I feel like this should have been a class I took. Yes. We, we would like spend our evenings Googling all this stuff and sending each other things that we find. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because it's we honestly, just find it so fascinating. Yeah. And, it's, and you know, and I feel like... I feel like right now, you know, there's this big shift happening where more people are realizing like, oh, shit, there is a there is a very strong connection between, you know, what's happening in my life and like what's going on in my body or like what I eat is translating into how I feel. And like, oh, you know, and you look back even like 15, 100 years ago, like they didn't care about that. You know, like, they mm -hmm. didn't, you know, there was no one, no one was talking about this. So even though it seems like we're, you know, taking a long time to catch up, I really feel that in the next, you know, 50, 100 years, like, all of the stuff that's being talked about now, and all of this, like, space, this foundation that's being created now, like, in the next, you know, in the coming generations, this is going to be much more widely known and understood, and even further, like, down the line from, you know, chakras and like that energetic awareness is is just like the tip of the iceberg in terms of what else is out there. <laughs> yes, girl. <So> yes. 
Amazing. All right. Well, Emily, thank you so much for sharing all sorts of information with us about yoga and uh, chakras. Like my mind's blown, right, Tara? (laughs) Definitely. We really appreciate you coming on and talking to us about all of this stuff. Thank you so much for being unapologetically you. Thank you for having me. We're so happy you joined us and we hope this story inspired you to be unapologetically you. Join us next time for another remarkable journey. And if you or someone you know has a story to share, please reach out to us on our website at unapologeticallyyoupodcast.com. Don't forget to like us on Instagram and Facebook at unapologeticallyyoupodcast. And please rate and subscribe on whatever platform you listen in on so that we can continue to inspire you.